I'm Dr. Sam Fesich, host of the EduMagic Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions are those of each individual host. You can find more great education podcasts by visiting our website, edupodcastnetwork.com. Get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to Shooks and GIF. This is season three, episode one. Woohoo! In this episode, we talk about a free online PD opportunity, an emoji Chrome extension, some email hacks, inserting audio into slides, a way to digitize post it note activities, new slides templates, the Bard, and Barbara Streisand. Welcome to Shooks and GIF, the podcast where we share ed tech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool podcast tip or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, Kim. Hey, Jen. Do you know what the tallest building in the entire world is? I think so, but I'm probably going to ruin your joke if I guess. What is it? It's the library because it has so many stories. Oh, (laughs) dad jokes about libraries from the librarian. Yes. (laughs) Well, hello. Hi. I know we always say I haven't seen you in a long time, I but I legitimately haven't seen you in a long I know. time. When you when you walked in, I was like, oh, I'm so excited to be here. Like, filled me with such joy because we don't work together anymore. No, we don't. This is the closest we've been in months. No, no, we saw each other over the. Oh, that's true. The long weekend, <laughs> but. But talking, well, no, we always talk at tech. Who are we kidding? It, in like weeks. Yeah. Which is a long time yeah. for us. Well, your library looks great. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great space. I'm having a lot of fun. I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect. And I had like some days these really high hopes. It's going to be amazing. And other days that I was like, what have I got myself into? But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. So we, we were on hiatus. Yeah. I've been listening to a ton of podcasts where it was like, our welcome back show. And I'm like, our welcome back show is going to like air in October. Okay. And then I was like, you know what? We started in a March. So it's okay that yeah, we're sort of behind we the times. Yeah, we work on schedule. Fine. We release when we release. So we do what we can. Can I shock you? Oh, please. I've been listening to podcasts. What? Like, like, pod, like, like non-educational oh, podcasts. I, <laughs> I have. I listened this to... This is Kim's dirty little secret, everybody. I, I can't believe you're airing it. I'm season, airing it. Season three, hey, it comes you know out. This is me. It's the truth. I don't listen to podcasts. I, I listen to... I do listen to some podcasts, not regularly, but yeah. you'll say, you have to listen to this episode, uh, yeah, and I'll go listen to this episode. I did. I do listen to a bunch of partial credit, because I love those guys. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't... I don't I don't listen to podcasts. I listen to the West Wing Weekly we religiously. Knew that. Yeah. But I caught up. I binged the whole show and I caught up. Shocking. I know. That you binged something and caught up. I'm surprised you didn't listen to it for a fifth time. Well, that I may listen to it again. <laughs> of course. But I I found myself driving and I'm like, I don't I need something to listen to because I, I didn't saw you to put the radio. in one of our chats about that. Yes. And I didn't want to, I'm sorry, I didn't want to, like, this is, like, terrible promotion. I don't want to listen to Shooks and Gif. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible promotion for our own podcast, but I just didn't no. want to listen to an EdTech podcast. Do you know what? I think... I needed some separation. Precisely. I think there's that some That doesn't people... mean you shouldn't listen to ours. <laughs> no, but there's some people that's like, okay, when I go home, I want to go home. I need yeah. to unwind. Yeah. My car needs to be yeah. And I totally respect that. So, Joanna Bull... Yeah. 
introduced me to the Bear Brook podcast. I haven't even heard of this. Bear Brook. It's a murder mystery. Oh, okay. And true, it's a true murder mystery. And mm. I was hooked and of course I binged it. And now I am going to start listening to, oh, what did you call it? My dad wrote a porno. Yes, I've heard of this one. I've listened to a couple of episodes and I know people have listened to this like laugh out loud funny. Well, Make sure said, the kids are not in the car. And she also <laughs> said, don't listen to it when you're driving because she had to pull over because she was crying so hard. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to be starting that one. Super, super. So I'm going to listen to G-rated and Kim's going to listen to X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sort of like anti what we normally are because I'm normally it's a little very bit true. X-rated and, and I am totally PG thirteen. I think I'm I think I'm more R than X. Yeah, no, you're not X. No, I'm not but X. I'm totally PG thirteen. You 100 percent are. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do some sharing. Yeah, for sure. You want to start? Okay. Go. Okay. I'm gonna do a fun one first. I okay. found this extension over the summer, mm-hmm. and it's called Joy Pixels. It's an emoji extension. Oh. I do not know this. Yes. Tell me more. It's an emo- okay. So you just have to get the extension. Joy Pixels. It's called Emoji Keyboard by Joy Pixels. Okay. And I'm literally writing this down on a piece of paper. Well, it's because despite we- despite the fact that it's written on the screen in front of me. <laughs> well, because we realize that every time you type things, it I, know. I always hear that. I'm a violent typer. So Not as violent so as you, I though. Am, I'm, like, violent. <laughs> you I, are. My husband will yell, and he's like, shut up. But Kim's also the fastest typer I've ever seen in my life. You even got me a ribbon. I, I did. Can, I can type faster than you. I did get you a ribbon at ISTE. Uh, all right, so that's basically it. It's an, ex- it's an emoji extension. Mm-hmm. Get the extension, and then you can just search all those emojis. So this is, like, if you don't want to right-click and insert. choose insert emoji. Or on the Mac, do the control command space bar. Right. Another option, but I like the search. Oh, so I like, I like the search bar. And take a look at this. You have shades of color that you can change them to. So you can oh, change. Oh, which you can't in um, the space bar and the right click. So when you come down Just here like on you your iPhone. At, yeah. Oh, I love So that. you can change all the... So there, I've changed the skin color yeah. just to different tones. And when you do that, it changes all like the thumbs up and the ears and right. the hands and the faces. Yeah, which is very inclusive of people of yeah, color. Yeah, if you want to see yourself represented, yeah. hopefully everybody can find themselves there I love that um, but yeah it's just another way to find them and what I love about it is that when you click it it just jump you can click the icons yeah just, just like on just your like on, the like, keyboard. like on your keyboard on your yeah icon. and if you click one right here mm-hmm. you can see you're getting a series of them and then you can copy a, a group oh, of them instead together of doing them one at a time so think about I'm think about those sure. stories that you have when you ask kids to write them yeah and you have to replace content yeah. with an emoji mm-hmm. what are those kinds of stories called again do you remember no maybe by the time i edit this i will know the answer and i'll put it in the notes okay but it basically these symbols you can copy a group of them at a time mm. and paste them into a text yeah so that's emoji really cool. keyboard. and i do like that because i think there's something about visual representation and people undersell emojis but i think we can teach a lot about symbolism um when we use different icons mm-hmm. very cool very cool, indeed. I'm going to download that, not now, but as soon as we're done. Okay. Okay, before we start, I just want to give a shout out. Um, our friend friend of the show, Andy Losick, uh, reached out to me, and he said, hey, have you heard about the new Q Masterclass? I'm like, no, tell me more. And, and he sent me an, an email, and I was like, oh, this sounds really cool, and I, I think our listeners would list, would really like it. So I sort of thrown the email, and I'm just going to read what he's written so that people know if they're looking for sort of PD, maybe not in their car, because it involves watching... 
um, videos, but it's an online online learning. It's called Q Master Class. They say it's engaging, impactful, and led by some of someone truly special in the field of education. This September, it kicks off the season. Um, by the people who brought you Q Rockstar camps, uh, teacher camps, which is one of the sort of Q kinds of like summits that they do. And it hosts dynamic ed tech conferences in California is what Q does. The masterclass is a 30 minute interactive live session. So live, which I kind of liked and uh, classroom projects designed to have instant results hmm. in the classroom. So Marlena Hebern, yep. your, she's my twin, your twin from MTV 16, the co-author of Edu Protocols Field Guide is the first masterclass of the year. Now it's launching tomorrow. So by the time we this actually airs. we air this, it'll be done, but there are other ones coming. And on the site, it says that there are 69 US dollars each, which is about hundred Canadian. I'm like, oh, that was a lot. But then in the email, cause when he first told me about it um, through uh, Twitter, like he DM'd me. And then when he sent me this, the follow-up was like, oh, and he goes, best of all, it's open to educators everywhere, completely free because they have sponsors through uh, Rakuten and uh, their OverDrive online libraries. Rakuten, is that the new, that's the new yeah. uh, Ebates? Ebates, yeah. Yes. It's, it's the other, it's the competitor to Ebates. That's right. No, they bought Ebates. Oh, they bought it. It's, there's no more Ebates. Oh. So now you have to go to Rakuten. There you go. You would know because that's your that's your jam. Love it. Um, anyway, yeah. If you want to know more, you can follow Q um, at Q Inc. or at Q Rockstar for registration details. And you can find all the details at uh, q.org forward slash masterclass on things. Great opportunity if you're looking for some extra learning. And I find at the beginning of the year we're really keen for that, but people haven't necessarily ramped up their their PD enough to be able to launch it. And I know here in Ontario we're in a position of potentially going into work to rule and strike actions. And a lot of things are being canceled. Yeah. So uh, if you're looking for something and you don't necessarily have um, somewhere to go at this point because of low registration places, it might be a, a good free opportunity. Cool. Okay, but that's not my actual share. Oh, okay. <laughs> my actual, actual share, share, I have two email hacks. Okay. One of them is for us specifically. Like you and me? Well, like any, us in our board, like anyone in York Region or anyone really who uses Outlook. Okay. And I don't use, so York Should Region I go listeners, into my Outlook right now? Um, I can show you on mine. So if I'm typing an email, let's say to our dear friend, Lisa Donahue. Lisa. And I'm like, hi, Lisa. Did you know? And then I put at Kim. It all of a sudden will go into the contacts. And if I say, oh, Kim Polishuk, it then creates Whoa. you as one of the people in the two line. Hold on. I'm trying this right now. So I'm going in to try it and it doesn't work for me, but okay. I think I'm I think I have yours. a newer have, version. Have, I haven't updated. Okay. So let's look. You need to be in Outlook 16.28. About Outlook. Uh, you're not, you're no, not there I'm not yet. even close. Okay. So like I said, if I said, Hey Lisa, did you know? And then instead of writing Kim, I wrote at Kim Polishuk. It would pull from my entire directory yeah. and contact list. And then as soon as I at tag you, you become a person in the to field of that email. And how great is that when we're often like, oh shoot, I forgot to put you on That's that so if good. we do it that way um, instead. And then if it needs to be CC'd, you could just drag and drop. Precisely, yeah, I can just grab it. Oh, the, sec the third season has started, you said precisely. Oh, and we're only four minutes in. Precisely. Precisely. I thought that was really cool. The I other like that. one that I heard from uh, check this out podcast. As you know, that's probably my number. Not probably. It is my number one. I love Ryan O'Donnell. I love Brian Briggs. They are just, they, their voices come on in my car because I have my cue going and I literally like jump. <gasps> I get so excited. They just fill my bucket with such happiness. They're just such great guys. And, um, 
Ryan was talking about managing. Now, I don't know a lot about Gmail. I've never, as you know, been a whole lot in Gmail because we don't use it at work. And I use... One day I'm going to do... I have a list on here of like labels and filters and things that I've just, I've always been saving it. Yeah. Like, oh, when I have nothing to share, I'm going to share well, that. Well, I might, I, love... I might take some of it now. Because... Oh my God, you're going to do my labels? No, no, I'm labels. not doing labels. Okay, let me do labels. Okay. I've been saving it for two years. I'm not doing labels. But he talked about configuring your inbox. Yeah. So that you can now, instead of just having everything in one, it auto does it. Yeah. So becomes, I usually get rid of this, but um, go on. It primary social promotions, updates, and forums. So you have these five inboxes and it's supposed to, um, supposed to better manage your workflow and I thought okay I'll try it I love it oh good because I get a lot of junk mail and it's like oh well at least that one is all in like promotion so I know I can just archive a bunch of those whereas I find that I don't have to shift gears as much when I'm filtering my email because they're sort of pre-filtered for me so my mind's one track the other thing he told me about is did you know that you could put a plus sign before the at sign in gmail anywhere and create a kind of a secondary email so for example Virtual gift at Gmail is my email. But if I put virtual gift plus isti20 at gmail.com, everything will come in to my Gmail account. I can apply a filter. So when we give out our emails to vendors and then have them filtered using different filters in Gmail, so that every time anything is directed to virtual gift plus vendors at gmail.com it could go into a folder called vendors archive it skip my inbox so that I never see all that junk mail that I get after a conference so you take your gmail is virtual gift at gmail.com mm-hmm. so before the at if you do virtual gift plus mm-hmm. vendor at gmail.com plus anything yeah so you could really create some really robust filters on your own just using your plus. own That's amazing. email address. I went ballistic because after ISTE 19, my inbox and Gmail went out of control because I went through the entire vendor right. hall. I right. spent a half day there because I love that. But as soon as you talk to someone, they scan and I understand what they have to do. And sometimes I actually want what they've scanned, but now I can go through create that filter. And then when I have time, instead of filling my inbox, I can look through those and decide, okay, which ones do I want to take out of that filter? And which ones do I want to leave in? Cause there's some that I'm like, I, I really just wanted your pen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care That's what you're selling, which is mean. a really good Gmail hack. Yeah, it is phenomenal. My, my Gmail hack for clothing stores yeah. or any, any, any store that I go to where they say, Oh, we need your email address. I just created an entirely separate email account, right. which is called Kim C shopping at yeah. gmail.com. And that's the one I put in. And often I'll put that in and the, and the person behind the counter will give me a look like, huh, that's really smart. Yeah. So I just have that account. But sometimes elsewhere. I want it because if yeah. I go to the children's place, for example, yeah, I want to go and find that yeah. discount. And so I have that's to go my through. only problem because sometimes I want them. Yeah. I don't want to have to go into that other Gmail account. Yeah. That's really smart. But why not do like Kim Polishuk or Kim Chernoff plus Children's Place yeah. plus RW plus... Chernoff is my married name. Yeah. So Kim Chernoff plus Children's Place at gmail.com. Right? I love that. I know. Ryan O'Donnell for the win. I love that. Okay. So next week I will talk about labels then. Okay. Go. Your turn. Oh, my turn. Yeah. I have a tiny update. Itty bitty. Itty bitty. Itty bitty. This is basically because all summer long, I've been jealous of you. <laughs> Let's just be honest. So last June... If, in, I hadn't, if I hadn't seen what this was about, I'd be like, why? <laughs> last June or May, yeah. Google announced that they were going to be finally inserting audio into Google Slides. They're going to have that option. Mm, yeah, do, you want, do you want to see how to do it? No, I, <laughs> I know how to do it. 
What happened was in June, I think it was June 24th to be specific. Wow. Well, I have it in my notes. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, sorry. On July 24th. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, okay. So in Jen's insert menu, she has the option to insert audio. I do. I do not. And it is not for any rhyme or reason. I You have it on your personal account. I know some people who have mm-hmm. it in their education accounts yeah, and some you, people you are, don't. You're in the same domain as people and half of you yep. have it and half yep. of you don't. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason. What happened was it was paused on July 24th because mm-hmm. there were problems with it. Yeah, and well, you said that in a chat we're in. What, what, what? I don't know what the glitches were, oh, but say. Google announced, I, I, I could find the post somewhere, but they did announce that there were glitches with it. And rather, like normally they'll put things out and then they'll bait, like right. that's what Google does. They put it out and then they take your feedback and they update, update, yeah. update while you're using it. Feel it's, forward. It's, exactly. Build the plane on but the way down. I, what I'm guessing is that the plane crashed. <laughs> I'm, guess, I'm guessing that there were too many glitches. Mm. So they paused the rollout. And they're going to re-release it when it's fixed, mm-hmm. which resulted in some people having it and some people not having it. Right. In all of my Chrome accounts, I do not have it. And I have many Chrome accounts. However, you have it in two. No, I think I only have it in this one. In this one? I, I thought you also I, had it in your Wired ESP. I do not have it okay. in my Wired. I think I thought I did. Oh, okay. But I, I think what had happened was I was in a Wired ESP deck that I was building, but I'd shared it with my virtual gift, oh. so I'd added it through virtual gift. Okay. Now, my question to you is, yep. does it work? Yeah. I No, I haven't used it a whole lot. Okay. But yeah, you go in and you say insert audio, and then it will pull up your drive and any uh, WAV files that you have and MP3 files. And but, um, Okay, so when you insert the audio, mm-hmm. does it insert just for that slide? Or do you then have the ability to say, I want this to run for certain number of slides? What, do you, what does it give you? It says start playing on clicker automatically, volume, loop audio. But no, it only plays for stop that slide. On, no, it's a stop on slide change. Okay, so let's see if I just add random slides here. And I will go into present mode. I don't know what this is. I signed this up for an app called Anchor. Oh! <laughs> oh there. Add sound yeah, it totally goes over there. Okay. <laughs> that, that, my friends. was part of our keynote. That was part of our keynote. Oh, we didn't, did we mention that? Yeah, yeah we did. because we did we a whole show. We did a live broadcast, that's right. <laughs> Right. That was so fun. Right. It was so fun. Okay. So uh, they say it's coming. It, it, they, I think originally they like said... Like checks they were in helping. the mail coming? <laughs> they, I think they were aiming for the fall. It is the fall. It is fall. But the, well, it's not actually. Technically, it's still summer until the 20-something of September. All right. So then they're still right on track. So hopefully First it will be here soon. We are eagerly waiting for September insert audio. You know what's going to happen. We're eagerly waiting for insert audio yep. because as soon as we get it, then we're going to start asking for feature updates. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we're so happy to have it. Now we but want But it's not this. good enough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But that's that's how it works. Yeah. Like, I think that's how things go. Yeah. Okay, my next one. Uh, I'm going to do, I have two more. They're, they're both kind of little. This one I've actually been sitting on for a while, and I used to use this app. So it's the Post-it Note app by by 3M Post-it, mm-hmm. and it creates movable stickies. It takes you from analog to digital. Now, I used to use it, but I don't really remember because I remember using it and being like, oh, it's not really doing what I want to do. So I don't remember what I wanted. And then they said, oh, big new release, and now the new release is out. So if you haven't used it in a while, go back. If you've never used it, it doesn't matter what it used to do because it does new stuff now. So let me show you. I am going to write a whole bunch of things on... Post-it notes, any size. They don't have to be branded. These are dollar store ones. So I'm going to write Jen on a post-it note. I am going to write Kim and so on and so forth. 
So she has now written six different post-it notes with random things on and them. And I've run out of my favorite orange, but that's okay. <laughs> so I'm in the app and I hit the plus button and I say I want to take a picture. And I can go up and I stand above them so that all of the post-it notes are in view. And I hold the shutter button for two minutes or two seconds, sorry, not two minutes, two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> just stand there forever, like a crazy person. Um, and it okay, notes I can which one. It notes the notes. It notes the notes. It, it puts little um, green squares around them with little check marks. And then I can hit the create button. And what it does now is it takes all my post-its and it groups them. So they're all in a group. But now I'm like, okay, if you actually look at my post-its, I had this one here if I go into it. Oh, sorry. I can grab the one that says polish. You could say, nope, that's about Kim. And Whoa. this one that says DLC, I can move it. And what happens is digitally now, instead of actually rearranging these post-it notes, which may get lost or whatever, think about brainstorming in class, I can move all the ones about you into one group and me into another. Now, one's called group A and one's called group B. I can click on the title and rename the group. So they'll call this one Jen because it's things about me. And I'll call group B Kim because it tells me things about Kim. I can also click and say, oh, I want it arranged in a certain way. So I can do grids or I can do it random. But I think when we look at doing that brainstorming, particularly at the end of a class or over time, and you want people to write, and I think about it in, in the role that you have that I used to be with you, where we do have a lot of brainstorming from teachers and we want to take that information back, but we want it digitally to reorganize it. Instead of having to retype everything, and it's actually their own writing and the same colors that they were in, I can now create a board, which I can then share. Oh, it share. keeps the color too? I believe so. Like Because, well, I've only done it with orange. Let's try. So if I take another picture and do it here, I've, I now have one out that's blue. Um, and I, I think I can add put, to it. Yeah, so I can either take a picture for a new one or, or I have this add sticky. Add to, oh, and then I can add to the board. Yeah, yeah so I can add as I go. And it does. It keeps the colors. So if yeah. you're doing them in separate colors as well, it works. It's a really cool way to to group and to reorganize your post-its digitally after the fact. And you'll see that there's a little share And you can send it as a PDF document, as an image, a, a PowerPoint, Excel, a zip archive with images. So there's a lot of things that you can do. So if you save this now as a PowerPoint, if you wanted slides on certain things, you could then upload it. Here's what I'm thinking. We often do workshops where we engage in critical thinking activities involving post-it notes. Mm -hmm. And you'll have people in the workshop who it's a valid concern. Once they do this great activity with all these great post-it notes, now what? What was the purpose of it? Great. We did this great activity. So what? Mm -hmm. This would allow us to keep whatever they've created as an artifact, bring it back, mm -hmm. continue to work with it in the future. Yeah. I really like this activity, and, uh, this tool. I have questions though. The post-it, one of the options in sharing is you can save it as a post-it archive. So it says um, board file to share with other app users. So I could now, if you had the app, I could send you and then that board could be part of your collection. So you could manipulate. Oh. So if you're doing it with specific groups of students or schools, um, you could send it to them and then they could manipulate their own information or data. Do you know mm -hmm. if it is available on iPad or touchscreen computers? It seems to me at this point, now I'm in the, the Apple, like the, the app store. The app store, thank you. It shows for iPhone and it does show for iPad as well. I do well, not hold know. On. Hold on, Google Play. Okay. What's it called again? Post it here. This This is it, right? Correct. Okay. So, so if you have a touchscreen Chromebook with that has apps enabled, yeah, you should be good to go. Cool, huh? That's really cool. Mm. I'm, 
That's great. And I love it. There you go. That's my share. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save my other one for next time. You said you have one more little one. I have. I have a little one. So we love Slides Carnival. Yep. I found out this summer that every single uh, deck in Slides Carnival is named after a character in a Shakespearean play. Ha! Which high English teacher lover of Shakespeare? Like I love the Bard. I was like, no wait. And I looked, and I actually what went did through you them say? all. You and love the what? The Bard. What's the Bard? That's what they call Shakespeare. The Bard. He's the poet. The Bard. The Bard. You've never heard of that? No. Yeah. It's the Bard. Bard's another word for poet, and he is the Bard. Oh, okay. There you go. New learning. Um, anyway, he, uh, so I was looking, I, I was looking for an alternative. I don't even remember why, but then someone wrote me and said, Hey, have you checked out slides go? I was like, no, what's slides go? And oh, then you show me this and Sean Fahey, all of a sudden, like, honestly, slides go needs to send Sean. And it's one person, um, who's created all these beautiful slide decks, but Sean Fahey really like does need a t-shirt for them because he is their like number one brand ambassador. It's hilarious. Um, I, oh, I know where I heard about it. I just, I didn't, I wasn't seeking something. I heard it on how, uh, Chris Nessie's house of ad tech. And I thought, oh, I'm going to look at this, but it's just more, um, slides and PowerPoint templates to boost your presentations. Uh, they're different. We've seen a lot of the slides carnival. We tend to use the same ones. So if you're looking for something a little bit different, they're there. And the other thing I noticed in exploring it a little bit more at the bottom, they have slides go schools and they have a few tutorials about how to do things in slides and how to do things in PowerPoint. Nice. So if you're looking to up your game with slides or PowerPoint, Check out slidesglow.com and at the bottom you can have a little bit of learning on that. Might even be something useful to share with your students then. Absolutely. In fact, I might, now that you've said that, share it with my son because he's in the midst of doing a whole bunch of things on Google Slides in the fourth grade and he doesn't want to listen to me, but he might love watch these teeny videos. Nice. Yeah, that's it. I learned something yesterday too. What? I learned something called the Streisand effect. Tell me. Have you heard about the Streisand effect? I don't know if I have. So the Streisand effect is... <laughs> So I was listening to the West Wing Weekly and they were talking about, <laughs> they talked about um, two different things. I'll just talk about one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, they talked about the Streisand effect. Okay. So there was this uh, satellite photography looking at erosion on mm -hmm. mountains and they did this photograph that happened to have Barbara Streisand's house in the photograph. Okay. And nobody would have known because it was satellite photography about erosion, but she found out and then she made this massive deal about this photograph, this satellite photograph that had her house in it and she didn't want her house anywhere in there. She didn't want people knowing where her house She's was. She's extremely private. She's extremely private, which is her right. But because she made this big deal of it, everybody ended up seeing this satellite photo of her house, whereas otherwise nobody would have. So oh, I was reading about this other incident where they said, and the Streisand effect was in play. I'm like, what is the Streisand effect? So when you make a big deal out of something, something you don't want something to be made known. a big deal about. And then it becomes, and a, it becomes a big deal. Interesting. That's a good one. Here we go. The things we learn on Shooks and Gifts. <laughs> All right. It was good to see you. You too. See you in a few weeks. You sure will. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Have, have a great year. Oh, year. Time. Week. Day. Drive. Run. Swim. Night. Does anyone listen while they're swimming? Can you do that? That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F.com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the embedded Flipgrid, or by tweeting at us, sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. 
I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca.